The following show contains spoilers for episode 12 of Survivor, Winners at War. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Hello Hello again. again. I sure hope everyone is uh, continuing to be a Tony fan because even though it was a little bit less than last last week, there was still a lot of Tony in this episode. Welcome to Tony's game. Uh, I do love this. uh, (laughs) I do love this episode of Survivor Tony at War. Uh, speaking True. of Tony, last week PB kind of presented a bet for everybody, uh, where we would guess how many times Tony was said in the previous podcast. So Mango edited it up, he put it out. PB listened to it. Wait, wait, hang on, 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 hang on. I got, I got to get a laugh. You and Tony, 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 Tony. No, 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 I don't this think is, it. This is outside <laughs> of the bet. The, the episode had already been released. Yes. Ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> Good try, though. I, I respect I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, where could I find this episode? RNGshow.com. Nice. Or in your favorite broadcast client. Sure. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. This is probably, like, a bad time to ask, but um, wh- who's Tony? We'll, we'll break it down later. Okay, cool. So, I counted them all up, and it got to the point where, towards the end of the episode, it was so ridiculous that uh, <laughs> nobody would have won because we were well over everybody's guesses. Wow. Okay, cool. My, my, my final count was 181. Didn't somebody guess? Uh, dang. 170? 160. No. 160. From soaring. Okay. But I was so close. <laughs> I, I also wrote down like key points from our discussion, like the count at that point. Oh, so yeah. the very first part after I initially proposed the bet, <laughs> we were at 113, uh-huh. putting <laughs> both Fred and Toon out of reach in opposite directions from the, the 10 that oh, I had said it. before. But after I did, after I, but that was <laughs> when the margin was 25. Mm-hmm. When I changed the margin to 10, we were up to 125, putting yeah. Toon within range. <laughs> so I'm going to retroactively change the rule and give Tune my flame pod. Oh, nice! <laughs> wow, congratulations! Dang. That's great. Uh, I'm pissed. <laughs> oh crap! No, you were still twelve off. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Get out of here! Uh, I don't know how to math. <laughs> Nobody wins. Get out of here! Control the whole time to humiliate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna remember that on the jury, aren't you, Toon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Toon. I didn't realize that it was twelve. I thought you said 127, not 137. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> I would have said 127. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. <laughs> Only I was there. Only. All right. Well. So, uh, Jimmer gets my pity point. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Congratulations. Well, now Jimmer has <laughs> the most flame pogs. Don't worry. I, he deserves I'll, I'll, it. Hey, yeah. I'll have something for you guys later on, but uh, y- you got to wait. You got to just wait. Well, I'm glad that's all resolved. <laughs> uh, so who wants to talk about this episode? Nah. No, nah, we can skip it. 
Okay. Can we just yeah. go straight Thanks to points? I'm out. I think we already discussed <laughs> it before. All right, roll the outro. <laughs> uh, I think this was another good episode. Yeah. It was it less was. focused on, on Tony specifically, even though the episode was still pretty much about him. Uh, we, oh, I thought you were Tony's talking about Tony's world. The, the rest of the castaways oh, are just no. living in it. <laughs> Welcome to Tony Town. Population. How many people are left? Black off. <laughs> uh yeah so this episode we kind of man i there's just like there's not a lot that happens but at the same time there is we get the like back to camp scene uh we the entire pre-merge we like barely had any of these and now we're getting them all the time uh this one by jeremy again where he's like oh blah 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 <laughs> and then everybody's like, yo, what the hell, Tony, bro? bro. Yeah, the, yeah, the main you, one you is Sarah, who is like, Sarah all right, is... it's really important that I, like, stay calm. Don't get angry at Tony or anything. <laughs> and then Smash cut. What the up at Tony? <laughs> Tony, yeah. Listen, uh, I just remain cool, calm, and collected. Tony, if I get voted off, I'm not talking to you ever again after this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. dang, all right. Relax. We're continuing the great dynamic between these two, but uh, if you know the end of the episode is any sign, I think these two are gonna just be sticking it out together, right? It's like they keep kind of teasing, like, "Oh, Tony and Sarah are you know butting heads. They're going to Drama. war together. Like it's gonna be one of the two of them this episode, right?" But at the end, it's like they're they are relying on ultimate trust. So I think these guys are definitely, you know, sticking it out. Well, I mean, I do, I do want to glance over at the next time on, which I believe it was Sarah who threw up Ben's name. And I really think the only reason to necessarily throw out Ben's name would be to weaken Tony, because t- Ben has been Tony's most loyal ally. Are you talking about for at the, the next end time of on. this episode? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the other thing with Ben is that it's hard to i don't know at this point i feel like everyone probably doesn't really want ben around i mean this episode you know he's not really he didn't gain any trust with anybody i guess like because he was kind of you know he was like on the campus like all right you know we're gonna vote out jeremy doesn't vote out jeremy uh he was working with tony but then he's like in front of tony you know hiding the idol or he's not talking to anybody so it's like who is there to trust ben it's like we talked about this with Tony. Like, okay, who's ever going to want to work with Tony now? But obviously, like, tons of people still do <laughs> because Tony's just such a force. But uh, even though, you know, Ben's mentioned, right? So he's not going, <laughs> at least in the beginning of next episode. <laughs> but I can totally see why people would want uh, him not around just because, like, he's a number. But it, when it gets to the point when he's, like, not reliable as a number, then it's, like, it's better to just get rid of him so he's not a number for the other alliance. So there's there's Ben. But, yeah, like, Tony and Sarah, these two are locked in, I think. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. something. Where yeah. We're going to have some dramatic, like, story with them, whether it's the final two or one votes out the other uh, in a crazy move. But I'm excited to see where the story keeps going. Because at this point, I mean, like, we've we've had these, like, smaller-type relationships with, like, Jeremy and Michelle or Kim and Denise. But all of those 
you know, either, like, haven't really gone anywhere or, like, really don't come up that often. But, like, Sarah and Tony were, like, consistently seeing. So, I think... Yeah, and I think it's interesting that um, we have this episode kind of sandwiched by uh, Sarah being extremely mad at Tony and then by the end of it being, like, basically saying, like, I trust you, you do not need to play my idol for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, like, kind of wild after what, you know, everything that happened at Tribal. Yeah, but it was it's also, not even, like... They're not even just, like, oh, they're, you know, they're voting together to get out of common threat. It's, like, you know, if Sarah didn't really want Tony to have power, then it's, like, oh, yeah, play the idol on me, for sure. Because then you're just weakening Tony. Mm-hmm. And it has the benefit of maybe keeping you in the game. <laughs> but now it's, like, by having Tony not play the idol, he'll, he still has it. And, you know, that, like, level of trust has grown between them. Because if mm-hmm. Tony played it and he wasted it, then it's like, well, that sucks. But now it's yeah, basically it's... like, Sarah saved me this idol. And yeah, Sarah and so knows Tony s- was willing to play it for me. <laughs> but now yeah, everybody yeah, else exactly. knows he has the idol in I, his pocket. I think for a player like Tony, I think that is maybe to, to his advantage. Oh, yeah. I think... Tony is the player who knows how to leverage that information really well. And if he didn't want everybody to know, then he probably wouldn't have been so, you know, upfront about it, I guess. But like yeah. in Kagayan, you know, he's always like, oh, you know what? You know, I'm protected. I'm protected. <laughs> um, and he already told most people people that he had an idol yeah that was the other thing i was kind of like surprised by but thinking through it like it you know it it just makes sense it's like it's information he can use and maybe not with a cast of winners but it can also kind of scare people and thinking like okay tony has an idol you know we should be careful about voting him out and tony has all these connections that are coming back to him telling him you know if people are gunning for him so if they try to like split the vote on Tony, then that just gives him more maneuverability to get around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is basically what happened, except it wasn't you know on him because <laughs> this man cannot lose an immunity challenge to you know save his life. Mm-hmm. Only were like the first two times he played where he didn't win immunity. Only, but uh, not he went to the gym. <laughs> not this time. He got he got super strunk. Nope, and he, he, came he, back. Got, he got that three-peat, looking for the fourth. Mm-hmm. Tony's that nerd who, who got sick of getting beat up in school, and so he, he got super <laughs> swole and, and beat up bullies. <laughs> yeah, it's... So yeah, and so, so it basically it's just cool to see that, like, even in these... Even though there's, like, tension and conflict between Tony and Sarah, at the end of the day, they still, like, do fully trust each other. Mm-hmm. Despite uh, how <laughs> it sometimes may look, so I want—I just want to do a, like a quick little bunny hop over the extinction segment, and then we can come back to it uh, afterwards. Just because it's kind of like, you know, at least looking at the timeline, it's just kind of like a little gap between uh, the extinction segment and the immunity challenge. Uh, we get Nick, who is you know coming up in front as he is our new. Oh, suddenly this guy looks like he might be a threat. <laughs> Uh, we get this kind of like declaration of, you know, maybe a final three between Nick, Michelle, and Denise. Uh, this is 
I don't know. This one kind of like scares me in a way. It's it. Whenever they like do this type of you know potential foreshadowing, I always think back to David versus Goliath when they have like all of Jabeni or uh like during the family visit reward when it was you know Mike Angelina and Nick and Davy and they're like oh yeah like this is it we're the final group like we're going to the end and that's exactly what ended up happening. So seeing Nick in this situation again is a little scary i guess um not that like a nick michelle denise final three wouldn't be fun but i just feel like it maybe at the expense of the entertainment we've been having so far i don't know i'd be fine with that (laughs) no i'd be cool with that (laughs) yeah i don't know i feel like that that trio is kind of like been in coast mode for most of the season unfortunately but now that now that they have oh like, yeah now they they're in the, the like the final yeah they have <laughs> the traction the... under their wheels they're free to speed yeah, ahead. I mean if know? these if these guys can come out and like start to play like you know a, an impressive end game I think that would be really great they you know they've each had their moments maybe not as as much Nick yet but they you know they've all you know had an interesting standing in the game. I I will be the one to say that I would not be okay with this final three (laughs) um i think michelle or denise winning i'd be okay with Mm -hmm. but i think specifically that them winning in this final three would be kind of underwhelming yeah that's that's what i feel i feel like it's a little underwhelming especially when we have a character right now like tony who is you know playing very explosively and it may end up being at his expense uh, or Sarah, who you know they keep showing is like playing a really good social game, is making all these relationships. Bro, what if Michelle somehow gets two of the most disappointing Survivor victories in history? Hey, a win's a win. <laughs> right? Damn harsh. No, uh, w- what's actually gonna happen is Boston Rob's gonna get back in the game, but yes! he's gonna keep dominating. <laughs> And then Boston Rob's going to win final immunity challenge, ch- uh, give up his immunity, and <laughs> challenge Tony to fire. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is, that, I can see that happening. I thought you were going to say challenges <laughs> Michelle to fire and loses. <laughs> <laughs> no, challenges Tony. Hmm. If, to- if Tony's still in the game at that point, if he yeah. keeps dominating, he has a shot, you know? Yeah, I think that, that you know, the Chris Underwood realized strategy is like super valid and like all right here's my last chance to like you know knock out a jury threat and you know if if dominic did it in ghost island you know maybe he would have won chris did it and he won because of it so we might see that happen again this season but if you know someone who's not like one of those huge jury threats wins then it probably wouldn't be as you know relevant <laughs> yeah, yeah and the whole thing with the edge returning and it it's always been this way it's just that they have so much less to lose mm-hmm. because they have so little time at the end so they have to play extremely yeah, it's hard like, come it's in like, play if, big if they if they don't. lose then they lose right they already got voted out and it's the same thing but if they get to final tribal then suddenly they have the what you can argue is a benefit of being on the edge of extinction for a while mm-hmm. being like this is hard and i've been through it and yeah. then i came into the game 
that I haven't been in. <laughs> plus, you dominated. Spent, plus, you've spent weeks out there with, with the, the other with the jury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this Absolutely. is. Uh, there's definitely like lots of comparisons that you can make to season thirty-eight. With Chris, you know, he came into it, and even though he, you know, had all those relationships, I feel like it's it was a situation where it's like, okay, Rick Devins is winning Final Tribal if he's there, no matter what. So that's why it's like, you know, he, like, that's the incentive to challenge him at fire making because it's like, okay, if I if I let Rick win fire making, then like he's gonna win no matter what. So I'm either gonna lose now at fire making, or I'm gonna, you know, probably lose as second place in Final Tribal. So I might as well, you know, do everything I can. Yeah. Uh, that that's something I you know like you said I could see in the season you know if someone comes into it and Tony's still there it's like to- Tony's winning any configuration at the moment so if you have that chance to get him out then like take it but you know you what, what's there to lose so maybe you know Nick Michelle Denise just coming back you know that's a group there <laughs> but I would be kind of surprised to see if it actually ends up materializing. But one I, of those people are probably in the final three. I yeah. could see that. I'm also like very surprised that it's Nick of all people. I know Nick and Michelle have been like kind of a duo since um like a well, for for a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But even Michelle was talking about how Jeremy is like her number one. Yeah. So and having Jeremy and Denise previously been like in alliance it's it i get why it, jeremy's not in this three but <laughs> it also like it's kind of disappointing because jeremy fits right in yeah well i think i think the context for this final three is that nick is the one who kind of tried to form it <laughs> yeah because it's like, like he jeremy... really doesn't have any connection to denise at all denise is you know more connected to kim and jeremy even if denise ends up you know, voting for Jeremy tonight, it's like there's that connection, and it's like Michelle and Denise, you know, they were together on Soleil, but we never saw them interact, so it's like it, they put this group together, but from what we've seen on the show, it's like there's no coherent connection between any of them. I feel like the thing with Jeremy is he's gotten in a really weird spot for, you know, being who he is, because Jeremy's, like, entire mantra the entire game has been Meat shield, meat shield, meat shield. But mm-hmm. right now, no nobody seems to like care about Jeremy. They're like, yeah, we should get rid of Jeremy, but you know, we can do that anytime. Yeah, it it yeah. is a strange spot, especially because like, okay, you know, me, for meat shield, like he has Tony, but this episode, people are still like, yeah, of course, you know, Tony wins immunity, but they're still like, oh, you know, like we gotta get Jeremy out. Like Jeremy wins to, final uh, tribal. It's getting to reverse mm-hmm. psychology a little bit. Oh, Jeremy's like, hey, um. Or he's like, hey, I'm here, vote me out. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that later. But for now, uh, let's get someone else. <laughs> yeah, I Jeremy feel. is his I, own meat shield. I feel like Jeremy, if he makes it to the end, he's got a good shot of winning as long as he's not against Tony. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, Jeremy is, you know, playing a game that is winnable. <laughs> yeah, he's super aggro. He's like the target, but not this week's target, you know? Mm-hmm. And that it's consistently that way. I, I think that so long as both Tony and Jeremy are in the game, nobody's going to prioritize getting either of them out because the general idea around the rest of the cast is 
well, uh, one of them wins immunity, we can just take the other out whenever we want. Yeah, and obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, you know yeah. that, he he uh, has this, you know, this connection with Michelle that we've been seeing all the time. Uh, and it's, I'm curious how, like, under the radar it is to everybody else. Because it's like this episode, you know, Michelle gave Jeremy an advantage that she's paid four fire tokens for. But she still voted for him just to, like, kind of keep it under wraps. So I'm curious how many people are, you know, have a pulse on, like, oh, you know, like, we got to be careful about the Jeremy-Michelle connection. Yeah. Or, you know, the mysterious advantage in Jeremy's pocket. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it came from given, the edge. Yeah, so. because it came from the edge, he could – it's very reasonable that he could have been the one to get it instead of Michelle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's no real, like – paper trail there um but yeah it's interesting because every time michelle brings up the fact that she's very close to someone she always immediately goes and like well can't save him so i'm gonna (laughs) save myself uh because she did it with party and then she's you know basically did it with jeremy and um and wendell and it was like well (laughs) they're dead so i'm just gonna leave them um but Given that Jeremy is still here week after week, I wonder if there's a point where she'll either fully align with him again or fully just, like, drop him. Yeah, and we're still at that point, you know, now that the lions and the hyenas mantra has kind of been dropped, like, no one, you know, as far as we've seen, no one's bringing up Michelle's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she's not someone like Nick or Ben, where we're hearing you know Tony being like, oh, you know, like obviously they're trying to play me, or like, oh, I can't trust them at all because they're so sketchy. Like no one, no one's talking about Michelle. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's Michelle and Denise are both yeah, and Denise the <laughs> ones that have a like decently high chance of winning relative to how much of a threat they're seen by everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think if they ever manage to get rid of Tony um, and then maybe, like, Ben, Jeremy, those, like, more obvious threats, then they're just going to, like, kind of <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And now that Kim's gone, who is, you know, one of those higher-up people, like, the Michelle and Denise, I think, especially as a pair – can work really well together if they you know kind of keep that in mind and then if you throw in a jeremy it's like you have a you know a very connected group of three that like makes sense with what we've seen but denise has seemed like she's been ready to get rid of jeremy for the past two or three episodes now yeah and especially with the everything that happened at tribal (laughs) with her and jeremy it's like that's not something you do to somebody that you're even vaguely considering aligning with that's something you do to somebody that you are never going to work with for the rest of (laughs) the show for the rest of the season at least Mm -hmm. uh we're talking about advantages a lot uh i think i touched on this at one point but we have ben and tony walking down the path looking in the hollow trees (laughs) oh yeah and then ben being a bumbling idiot still (laughs) I think that from an edit perspective, this was a really interesting idol find because 
usually these idol finds are so obvious. It, it's somebody, uh, you know, with B roll of them just hunting around the entire island. Uh, so I was looking at <laughs> yeah, the trees yeah. one day, uh-huh. and I, yeah. I found an idol. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they this have time, a whole like, montage. They yeah, narrate it. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 this time it was kind of just you know, <laughs> Tony and Ben going down the path, uh, just chatting about strategy. You know, occasionally checking, but like that just kind of seemed like a background thing. We've seen yeah. that plenty of times. People, you know, <laughs> just casually poking around for idols while they're talking about other stuff. Uh, so I kind of liked just how this was different in that mm-hmm. it was kind of low key. It wasn't super built up. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, the I whole conversation here is just really funny. Or Tony's just like Ben, like I, I see you, like <laughs> you're right in front of me. Ben's like, oh, wh- what am I supposed to say? He's just like, hey, Tony, I found an idol. <laughs> well, yes, that's exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation. I, but I, I think there's, like, a thing to be said, though, that there is kind of, like, a reflex to it as well. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. ben, ben is, like, you know, is an idol master. He's used to, you know, finding the idols. And he's used to, like, being under the gun for finding idols as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was totally his argument. But, you know, from Tony's perspective, it's like, okay, if I'm, like, locked in with ben and we're going towards the end together it's like you think we would be you know buddies in this and you would see it and you're like oh man tony we've been hunting for an idol together i just found what we're looking for yeah and so like i guess so that's it one of those things of like both sides like the you know the social part of survivor that's not as much of like you know making friends with people but like being able to read people's actions and think about what it means Mm-hmm. so you know, good for Ben now that has he has an idol, but I think a little bit of trust definitely dropped with Tony there, despite yeah. whatever his actual intent was. I mean, and Ben said it too, like, he found the idol and he wanted to keep it a secret. He said that in the confessional. Mm-hmm. But he I made also... up for it by uh, carrying him back to camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- there you go. Um, I-, I really appreciated the editing where they had Ben being like, oh, and he caught me, blah, 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 and Tony... And it cuts to Tony's confession where he's like, and I was like, Ben, what are you doing? You idiot. And it cuts back to Ben, and Ben's like, and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. just like both of them explaining their slides. <laughs> they got into a fight, great. and then Ben proposed to Tony, and then they got <laughs> married and walked yeah. back into camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. That's but uh, going, going back to that editing there, part of me always wonders, like, ever since uh, – Ever, ever since uh, Edge of Extinction, where we had the uh, that that pan, where uh, who were they talking about? Was in the background. E- Eric was in the background, and they were talking about him, and then they just like widened the frame. <laughs> uh, oh, you're talking I, I, about Joe. Oh, Joe. Yeah, one of those Victoria and yeah, yeah. Uh, someone else talking. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> and the frame widened. I, 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 ever since then, I've been like wondering about these confessional scenes, like. Are are they just like in the same shot for this? Just like having fun with each other. <laughs> uh, maybe, probably not. <laughs> uh, Edge of Extinction. Kind of skipped over this before. Worth talking about now. Yeah, we can skip it. Nothing happened. <laughs> so many points. <laughs> they read the thing, uh, and it's like, so all right, what you're talking about? Six people boy. are getting fire tokens. It's like, sure, there's a lot of people on the edge, but, like, uh, you know, when we're thinking about, you know, okay, a fire token turns into, you know, a couple points in someone's pocket, that adds up a lot. And yeah. it did <laughs> with the results. Um, 
I guess we, you know, notable sequences here. We had, you know, Boston Rob, uh, the poor soul, uh, you know, working his way through and he fell on his elbow. <laughs> now, I, I thought, like, Medic would have come in at some point here, you know, because his arm was just gushing blood. Yeah, because yeah, it was dude. bleeding. I, I, thought I, I mean, it was like gushing. It, it was, it was <laughs> leaking. It was a, it was a decent <laughs> scrape. But, I mean, the, the point that, you know, we were getting a confessional where he was, you know, sitting there on the island, obviously fine. It, I guess, takes a little bit of the suspense out of it. <laughs> yeah, true. And he's like, I knew I was done. I'm like, oh, gosh, no. Yeah, I was thinking, like, how like, tragic would it be if, if Rob gets, like, medevaced here just because he fell? <laughs> and, like, then he's just not on the jury. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, that would just I, be I, really I, sad. I mean, if we're, if we're going by the rules of the original Edge of Extinction season, so long as they stayed on the edge past the merge, they should have been in the jury. According that, to what yeah, but actually that is fair. But I was thinking yeah. if he really hurt himself, then he could have yeah. been yeah. but. but But the end of that whole sequence with him, uh, even like when the challenge was over and he kept going, yeah, that's that's some good foreshadowing. He even said, uh, I may lose today, but I'm still here to play. Like, that hit me. And, you know, like, I was initially surprised when Rob had that confessional where he said, I was just done. I'm like, okay, there's no medical team anywhere, so I'm guessing that he's just, you know, going to sit up for the rest of this. But he kept going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was kind of wild. I would have fought for him. <laughs> for his courage. Yeah. I, I think that's good foreshadowing. I think he's going to make it back into the game next week. But no, but nobody followed him. There wasn't that beautiful I, moment. I was waiting the, for it. I was waiting for the, 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 the new giant, yeah, the new <laughs> giant group on the edge <laughs> to be following him like, like oh, a parade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know my favorite part? Break down the, you know, the people. Uh, we had Nat, of course, in first place. Uh, Sophie managed to come in second though that was natalie's kinda... insane natalie's a monster i, I was really surprised by sophie because you know sophie doesn't really have a reputation for being an ultra physical player yeah, yeah like she's been good in the challenges but like when i think about the challenges she won it's like it was the big obstacle course one uh it was like the one where you stack blocks with your feet so it, you know it's like not as much of like endurance or you know whatnot mainly puzzle based but like she kept up there and you would kind of expect sophie to be like adam <laughs> who's just like oh my <laughs> god how do people do this wait how i mean he I, I, I think three feet sophie across... is probably several ranks above adam at least sophie's a strategic threat <laughs> no, no, no well i'm talking about in in the you know the challenges like for this type of endurance you're walking back and forth doing coconuts like that's what i'm getting mm -hmm. at is you'd Fair imagine enough. sophie and adam to uh kind of be at that same level of like oh man like i'm not gonna do all this walking but she comes in second so apparently she was really into it yeah uh and then you know we also have what tyson and yule and parvati and wendell uh, bring in the rest of the tokens here, the rest of the coconuts. All of my edgy boys. Yeah, so Fred, Fred giving me like, essentially <laughs> their episode Fred points. Up. Fred did the best he could here. Uh, I also, you know, did pretty well for myself. I uh, did as well as I could be expected to. 
<laughs> yeah, if Amber's you know what? Amber's like not even participating in these anymore. Yeah. She's like, oh, we, that sounds we, interesting. We, All right, have fun, guys. <laughs> we, we saw Amber in the confessional be like, oh, I, I was so impressed with my husband for, you know, <laughs> persevering. But that's like all we saw of her the entire segment. Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite part about this challenge was? This um, having <laughs> ha- ha- having having three people on edge thinking, oh, I might get one. <laughs> oh my god, Danny's gonna be useful. She's gonna catch up to Wendell. Nope, <laughs> zero <laughs> points. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Denise is carrying you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimmer, you have nowhere to no nowhere to complain. You were second place for points this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, spoilers! <laughs> oh. oh, it's okay. We already <laughs> won them. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, immunity challenge. It's the Parvati one. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they would like have Parvati come out and do it just for fun. It's like, all right, if you can beat Parvati in the challenge, you win. <laughs> Get a flame token. So sad. Fire token. I, I if thought you beat this challenge, like, this challenge is kind of iconic. Yeah, but the way they handled it this time is just kind of ridiculous. I it wasn't was a huge see, fan of it. It was very I, strange. We start. They, they with talked about uh, at the beginning about how all the modifications they've done mm-hmm. to the challenge to make it harder. But I think the real appeal of these challenges is like the teasing of the uh, of the survivors, and yeah. the the long endurance is like, oh wow, they've been out there that long, but. For some reason, production is trying to cut that time down. Well, they just don't want to hang out there all day because it's it's boring <laughs> for them. Yeah, uh, and then you also have you know so like the contestants, for example, <laughs> just sitting in the sun. But it's like we had the whole yeah. Jeff explanation. I think the only reason they put that in is so they could explain why Ben, you know, was eliminated because he touched the structure. Right. Right. So it's like they like set up for that. But yeah, the challenge itself was just like. Very strange, I guess, because you have Jeremy go out, and it, like, from our perspective, it seems like he didn't even do anything. It just seemed like the water fell on him. Uh, And then, like, Sarah goes out. Ben goes out for touching the structure because he wobbled a bit. Such an honest man. And then Jeff (laughs) brings out this giant, giant place. the biggest, like... With, like... Two pounds, three, four, five pounds of peanut butter globbed yeah, uh, on, two dozen <laughs> cookies, a giant thing of milk, and like a cake or something was on there mm-hmm. as well. So really, just like loaded up with stuff, and like everyone's like, "Oh man, you know what?" That everyone's talking, and we didn't mention this, but the entire pre-immunity challenge part, everyone's like, "Okay, it's Tony, right? Like we gotta get rid of Tony. We gotta get rid of Tony." Oh, you know who needs to go, right? You know, it's Tony, right? Everyone's talking mm-hmm. about Tony. So, of course, I'm thinking, okay, well, Tony wins immunity, but how's he going to do it? <laughs> Everybody's like, food. And, yeah, every, food. Oh, Kim, I want food. Michelle wants food. Uh, Nick's up there. He's like, oh, man, uh, if, give I, me a if I token, stay in food. long <laughs> enough, then I will win the, the male half of the immunity. We didn't mention that. They split it, male and female. Uh, yeah, Nick and Tony's to up there. Yeah, because they make sure that Tony, that they have to make sure that Tony gets immunity. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, it's So Nick's like, oh, man, you know what? That food is so tempting right now. Hey, Tony, give me a fire token, and I'll and I'll let you win. Tony's like, okay. <laughs> I owe you a fire token anyway, you idiot. <laughs> and Tony's winning two fire tokens for winning the challenge. So it's like th- there's no downside. Nick is just greedy. Like, <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing ever. 
Yeah, those. So like without so without anybody really like outlasting like because Tony and Denise win, but it's not by outlasting yes. them. It's just because everyone else like left. They both won by default. Yeah. <laughs> so man, cool challenge. I'm I'm fine with that personally. <laughs> I hate you. So it, yeah, it really strange challenge, but you know that's how it goes. I guess Denise wins immunity. Tony wins immunity. We're starting to realize, okay, I guess this is just how Tony gets to the end. He just, like, keeps winning immunity for no reason. I find it (laughs) so weird that this late into the game, they're still splitting it up. Splitting up (laughs) immunity. It's like, why? Yeah, it's like there's four girls, four guys. It's, you know, final eight. It it really doesn't make any sense why. It would have been a better challenge if it was one immunity. The stakes would have been higher. People wouldn't have just given up. Yeah. Because especially when, you know, Kim is the one who, as we are shown, is, like, spearheading the Tony vote this episode. So you want to stay in until Tony leaves. But But because it was gender split, you know, (laughs) all all the females who are, you know, gunning for Tony were like, well, it doesn't matter if I win or not. Yeah, that's right. Because when I think about people who would probably, like, win the challenge, I think of Kim, you know, she's so tall. Uh, But it's like, it doesn't matter if she wins or not because it, like, doesn't affect Tony. And Jeremy goes out, you know, real early. Ben goes out. So it really should have been on Nick because Nick also wanted Tony out. You know, Nick should have been like, all right, you know. I want the food, but I'm going to root down, and I'm going to make sure Tony, you know, goes tonight. But, nah, like, that was entirely on Nick. Like, whatever the girls were doing, that like, that was just on Nick. <laughs> See, and I, isn't it usually, like, didn't he say you can only eat until the challenge is over? The challenge was over when they, when the two stepped down. Like, yep. they still... <laughs> Like they didn't, even, they wouldn't have even had a chance to eat <laughs> if that was like actually the case. But they did give them a chance to eat. Yeah, I think I think they gave them a little buffer, yeah. and they were just chowing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how you gotta if you're gonna eat a newborn baby size <laughs> worth of <laughs> peanut butter. That's, that's not a good point of reference, but <laughs> but is but is it chunky peanut butter but or is it creamy inaccurate? peanut butter? Uh, no. <laughs> it, could, it could be accurate. Okay, I'll give you that. Alright, so there's the immunity challenge. A little weird, but you know what? Like, what what, what can we do? <laughs> yeah. So now we get the post-challenge stuff. And this, I really liked. Because it wasn't, like, two episodes ago where it was like, oh, we're going this person. We're going this person. What's the vote? This person. This person. Right, it... It was a little bit like that, but it was a little more cemented. And it wasn't like last episode where everyone's like, Oh, all right, Jeremy, right? And like, yep. And then they <laughs> wait. And then they wait. And then Tony's like, all right, what's the plan? And they change the plan at the last second. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, I, I guess I know what's happening. <laughs> this one, it's like, okay, you know, we're, we have the group of people who aren't Tony. They're like, well, we can't vote out <laughs> Tony anymore. <laughs> And then we have the group of people who are Tony. Yeah. And yeah. Tony's like, all right, you know what I want to do? I want to get rid of Kim. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let's just get rid of Jeremy. Let's just get rid of Jeremy. And Tony's like, mm, but I want to do Kim. No, I, I want to I get rid of Kim. And I'm thinking, like, okay, Tony, like, this is the time you need to, like, 
take a step back and realize that literally every single person wants to get rid of Jeremy and maybe it's worth, you know, just not really disrupting the boat this time around. And then I Tony says, no, 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 we're going to get Kim out. <laughs> I, I wonder if that's, like, his plan, though. You know, so long as there's this strong fire to want to get rid of Jeremy, Tony feels he's safer. Like, it, it's another meat mm-hmm. shield strategy, I guess. Yeah. But at this point, it, it feels less about meat and more so just about <coughs> peanut butter. <laughs> 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 I mean, we could go back to last week's references and just say it's calamari. <laughs> yeah, so I, it, I don't, I don't exactly remember how it it went down, but Ben, Ben, like, yeah, let go of the plan, um, and Tony kind of just worked his ma- magic, really, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's so. It, comparing him to like Michelle, for instance, every single time that Michelle's like ally, closest ally, was like on the chopping block, she's just like, "Yeah, okay, cool, bye." When Tony's <laughs> doesn't want somebody out, he's like, "I will do everything <laughs> to make sure that this person <laughs> does not go out. I do not care how it affects like how it makes me look." Um, and I mean, it worked. It, I don't get why Ben for like, it, maybe if I went back and like really examined it, but like Ben wanted Jeremy out so bad, so much. He's like, oh, I cannot stand Jeremy. I'm not talking to Jeremy. Like, I want this guy gone. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, votes Kim. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, Nick, you know, changed apparently his vote, and Sarah is now also working with. Tony, so it's just so weird, and maybe it's because Tony has immunity, and the people want to keep Jeremy around as, you know, like, a, a meat shield, but it's just so strange how everyone wants to get rid of Tony so bad, but they're still, like, fine with working with him. We also got a dumb Nick moment where Tony knows the plan from Ben, and then he goes to Nick, is like, Nick, uh, did you hear about the plan to get rid of me? He's like, yeah, and just, like, awkwardly just stands there like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like tell me more. Um, ooh, yeah, yeah, like um, uh. <laughs> but making it seem like they want to work with him, but but actually wanting to get him out just makes it like that much easier to blindside him later on mm-hmm. if they like see the opportunity to. That's that's the biggest thing that's stopping them is they don't have an opportunity to do so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they they've got to keep working with him to keep his trust. Yeah, and so to look at Kim's situation, um I think we mentioned it last episode, the per- you can't throw out Tony's name when he has immunity. And obviously she did you know, before, but that's exactly what happened this episode. She threw out Tony's name. Tony gets immunity, she goes home. Right. You yeah. so so the people working with Tony are, you know, as you're saying, working with him for the sake of being able to blindside him when as soon as he doesn't win immunity. And he's if if everyone's against him and he knows that everyone's against him, then while he has immunity, while he has time, he's going to, you know, be constantly trying to get people to switch. If you don't give him that opportunity, then he can't. 
And I think he did a good job of targeting Kim this episode because Kim's clearly, you know, someone who was, you know, ready to vote for Tony and better for him to lose Kim than Jeremy. But when it comes to a, a time when Tony doesn't have immunity, he's going to have harder time, you know, getting someone to put the target on is how I kind of feel about it. And it might end up going to someone like Jeremy if he keeps, you know, like Ben wants him out and Denise wants him out and maybe, I don't know, someone else. But, like, the more other targets he eliminates, the more he is one. But you would think that Tony's at the point where he's, like, number one no matter what. So it shouldn't really matter. But apparently enough people were more willing to get rid of Kim than Jeremy. And that's what kind of the scenario was for this tribal. Yeah. And once again, this tribal was chaotic as all <laughs> Back hell. to the whispering. We at least yep. we got like a little bit of a better idea of what was going yeah, on. Yeah, because it's like actually subtitled pretty <laughs> much everything. It's just, I don't know. And it, I guess it's kind of a good representation of the game. But like everybody's saying stuff, but because it's all you know at tribal it's like none of it really means anything because normally in a show if like you have someone talking strategy and then you have a confessional and you find out you know what they actually mean but tribal council if one person tells another person something it you have no idea if that's true or not yeah i mean a lot of this tri the tribal council discussion is just fluff and because of the environment, you mm -hmm. kind of just have to accept fluff or, yeah. you know, continue to be paranoid. And, like, that's how the game works, but when we're watching it, you know, it just feels pointless. Yeah, I think I think the way I see it is that it doesn't affect the overall vote mm -hmm. unless somebody was very specifically on the fence going into it. Why I but what it does affect is things like the advantage plays. Because yeah. Tony and... Sarah both decided to not use any advantage on themselves, which mm -hmm. only would have happened because of, you know, Jeremy and, and Tony having their conversations about, like, you know, Tony who, or uh, Jeremy, who you're voting for. Okay, you voted for them. Um, then, like, you're good, right? Um, things like that, I think, are affected by those conversations, but not the overall vote yeah that's fair i i also feel like maybe nick was like nick did flip on this vote i'm not entirely sure if he did or not but it kind of Ni seemed nick like was it to me. nick was the hardest one to get a grasp of because <laughs> the way he said tody wants me to vote for kim but i'm not going to made it really <laughs> sound like he was not going to uh, vote for kim yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but I, he did anyway, yep. so who who knows, man? We we Nick had a really an entertaining enigma. segment. Enigma. Yeah. Uh, another, I guess, like showdown in a way of Jeremy and Tony thinking about playing their advantages. Uh, but neither do. And the show didn't really highlight this, uh, but you know, Sarah could have just been like, "Yeah, Tony, like, please play your idol on me if like you're willing to. I'll take it." But she didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, again, shows, like, that level of trust that's between uh, Sarah and Tony. No matter how much they yell and fight and spit <laughs> after a challenge or a tribal. 
you know, it's like they still have that that trust together. Jeff, I don't like when mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> well, uh, I, I feel was... like too if if Jeremy flips the coin, I feel like it would have been no good this this time around. That's the feeling I got. Like it would have been yeah. n- not safe. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I think would have happened. Sure. I'm also I'm still so surprised he didn't play it. Mm-hmm. it I I like I don't know. It, <laughs> I do not know how Tony would have convinced him to not play it in that situation. Yeah, so if they just if like he... break down the votes right, but even it's like you, even if it was like a tie, it would have been better to like throw the advantage. Mm-hmm. Like if Nick M- does vote for Jeremy, which could have you know super easily happened. I think that a decent bit of that comes from the fact that Tony approached Jeremy to try and vote out Kim, and really it doesn't. He had no reason to do that if you know Jeremy was on the outside, which you know for all intents and purposes was. Nobody really needed to get at him. They had the numbers; they could do whatever they wanted. So I think the fact that you know Tony approached Jeremy by making. Jeremy not use his idol all he you know really would have served to do is embarrass him <laughs> right yeah. I think that's actually a really good point because especially Tony of all people if he's going to you with a plan there's a pretty high likelihood that there's like a way that it happens mm-hmm. right it's not just something he's gonna throw out just to throw out or just to like play both sides he's going to throw out a plan that he wants and if he really wants it, then you just have to believe that <laughs> believe in Tony's magic that it can happen. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets you. Tony's mm-hmm. magic. <laughs> Something else I really <laughs> appreciated about the struggle was just Jeremy's reaction to everything. Because it <laughs> felt like very human, I guess. It wasn't like overly emotional or offended but it was just enough because like when denise like waves him off he's like uh, yes. no i'm done talking mm-hmm. i you know i'm ready to vote and jeremy's like ha- is like kind of taken aback he's like <laughs> uh for a second and then he sort of like leans back into it and he's like are you sure about that <laughs> and i just like, i just love that sass he's like Dude. you know you're really safe tonight right <laughs> the quid it was, pro it was quo, so though. Good quid pro quo though of like you know denise you're only safe for tonight i think it'd be best if you let us keep talking mm-hmm. <laughs> like nope we're done Nuh-uh. which is kind yeah, of cause refreshing because it's like yeah, we're at the point where it's like okay maybe starting to get a little tired of the whispering so it's nice to have a champion in denise but at the same time like if they're playing the whispering game i feel like you want to play along yeah like that's how i feel about it even though i get where it comes from, it really would have only served to benefit her to t- at least hear Jeremy out. Yeah, but but I mean, if we're ever if this is ever gonna really like go away, it's gonna be up to the players to stop it. Yeah, because clearly, I mean, Jeff was having fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. They just have to put everyone in a box. And they cannot move. <laughs> yeah, I just think like the audience of the show is over it at this point. Like. When it was this crazy thing, oh my god, it's everybody's like this has never happened Trump. before. Like, what's going on? And now it's like, oh, they're whispering. Every episode, Look yeah. at them go. I have no idea what's yeah. happening at all. 
although Nick had another embarrassing moment, even though this wasn't as bad, when he was giving Jeff the interview, and Jeff's like, Nick, shut the hell up. Look at him. <laughs> Whispering. Menacing. Yeah, poor, poor Nick. Poor evil Bonnison grandpa. He, <laughs> he can't win. He just can't win. Donathan vampire. <laughs> so good. Donathan the hero vampire. So Kim gets voted out. Uh, unfortunate for me, good for Jimmer, unfortunate for Kim yes! as well. Oh man. <laughs> I I popped off so hard uh, watching I Kim popped go. off hard. <laughs> Cause when Jeremy didn't play Oh, the other thing with Jeremy's reaction was when he was trying to decide about playing the thing or not, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, I feel that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Jerry not getting voted out. Oh, I popped off hard. A <laughs> uh, bunch of Man. fire tokens to go around out of Kim, uh, Denise, uh, yes. what was it? Denise, Michelle, and Sarah, all the ladies. Mm-hmm. So, congrats to those people for getting <laughs> the fire yes. tokens in. Yeah. Uh, and TV. All, <laughs> TV's only uh, non-episode points. Yeah. But still quite Unfortunately. a bit. <laughs> Alright. Oh, yeah, th- the other thing we like mentioned in passing, but it it was so obvious like at the very beginning of the episode that this was Kim's food episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, and, <laughs> and since we're talking about it, um, yeah, it's like what they did with Kim, where it's like she's barely there, she's barely there, and then suddenly Sarah's like, oh, you know, Kim's gonna win. And then we hear, oh, Kim's a threat, blah, blah, blah. And then Kim's like, oh, I see right through Tony. I, you know, he's obviously playing everybody here. And then we have this episode where they're they're really building Kim up. It's like, all right, we gotta yeah. get Tony, right? Tony, we're going for Tony. Boop, there goes Kim, felled by Tony. <laughs> yeah, and Kim's I think- spearheading this vote, talking to everyone. Blah, blah, blah. She has all these confessionals. She's the strategic mastermind. Alright. Okay, yeah, and Survivor loves to. <laughs> they love to build people up right before they fall. And I think the same exact thing is happening to Nick right now. I think they spent this episode, you know, building Nick up is like, oh, you know, maybe now it's now it's time for him to play. And here's his final three. And, you know, then it's the end it's like oh uh oh maybe tony doesn't trust him as much and i feel like next episode we're gonna have nick being like all right i i flubbed last time but now i'm getting tony out for sure and i think nick might be our our first half boot (laughs) next time Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe not maybe not but i just feel like that might be a pattern we're seeing here maybe it's a little too heavy-handed but we'll see i guess uh, anybody else shall. have anything they want to say about the you know this part of like the episode? Just looking back on it, did we mention that Tony got pooped on? No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot See, about I, that. I did mention it though. It's it's one of those things where like yeah, it sucks, but it's what I've heard is that it's good luck because it's so like just bad that well something else has to balance it out like winning immunity yeah winning immunity and then getting kim out being called uh the boss by uh boss and rob <laughs> boss and rob <laughs> i also liked jeff's Bye. um uh color commentary of all the whispering it was certainly something <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, we have a message in from Hawaiian for this week. <gasps> Uh, if you want to send in your own voicemail, you can do so at rngshow.com. There's a little button that lets you send a message, whether it's text or voice. Uh, if you've been listening to the other episodes and you're listening to the end, uh, we also have a really cool voicemail slot that goes at the end of the episode. Um, listen to those if you haven't been, because they're cool. All right, here comes Hawaiian. Greetings for an additional time. I'm back with another voicemail, not using the soundboard, so I can't respond to your witty comments. Soaring. That's right, we're gonna generate what some did more I do? <laughs> soundboard. everybody's favorite bit, bugging out. Ooh. But first, we gotta check up with the bets. Specifically, okay. we set up a bet last week whether or not Tony would be spotted in the spy nest. So, so far, he has been seen by Sarah, but that doesn't that doesn't really count. Tony told her that he was going to be up there, and we didn't really set a deadline for this. So, until Tony is voted out or the season's over, the, the bet's still going. We'll, we'll figure it out then. Okay. The powers that be has so spoken. So this week, while watching the episode, I heard a little voice in the back of my head saying... Wow, great move by that castaway. Whoa, I can't believe that player did that. Whew, that might even be worth a flame pong. Uh -huh. <laughs> but thinking it over, I don't know if I want to decide what big moves or actions by your tribe members are worth a flame pong to you. Okay. So how about you decide? This week, everybody has a chance to win up to two flame pogs. What you do... Each host can pick up to two of their players from their tribe and come up with some moment from this season that this you season? think is deserving of a flame pog. If the rest of the hosts agree with you, I will award you a flame pog for that moment. So what big plays have your players made? Okay. Uh, I have players? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll start at the top with Fred. Uh, I so I guess we can you know nominate players and just have a discussion over whether it's worth it. Uh, I feel like even though I probably have the person most deserving, I feel like you guys are gonna just beat me up like usual. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm not that's sure how I feel about this public voting system, but <laughs> to no, the show's gonna do that for you. <laughs> uh, I I. I don't know, man. I haven't really... All all the things that have happened would be, like, edge things. Mm -hmm. Like, Natalie and Parvati getting a ton of advantages wait, and wait, flame wait, tokens. Wait, wait, Are you just ignoring Denise's she doesn't have big old Denise. blind side? Oh, we have to do our own player, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. from our own tribe. You fool. <laughs> Oh, because, like, Yule started strong, but didn't do anything, like, flashy. Natalie went out first. <laughs> uh, Jeremy it hasn't, again, hasn't done anything, but has just kind of, against all odds, remained. Which isn't, like, a move in and of itself, but I think being the target for, like, three or four weeks in a row and not going home... I feel like it's one of the most deserving. interesting things Jeremy's done is, like, not do anything. 
in a way like he he's all like you said he's always under heat but he's kind of just been like grooving through it (laughs) yeah he's never like scrambling super hard like this episode the most scrambly type of thing he did was like go to ben Mm -hmm. and that was it um and that's just like it's not like him uh accepting being voted out it's more just he's like yep it's kind of out of my control i'm gonna do what i can but i do have to like trust the people (laughs) that i think i should trust and and with both of his advantages that he's had now you know like he had an opportunity where he probably should have played it but he didn't and he stayed in the game so it's like kind of a Mm -hmm. good read on when to play those advantages he had, yeah. whether some would I say, a 50-50 chance. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to Jeremy and, like, thinking of, like, a, a significant moment of the season where it's like, all right, Jeremy is the MVP of, like, that, you know, the episode, I, I don't really think he has any of those moments. Yeah, so the only, like, argument I can really make is that because I don't have any moments for anybody... <laughs> I have to argue that, you know, his more subtle plays throughout the entire season, basically, and especially the last few episodes, would put him into Flame Pog territory. Yeah, I feel like Jeremy's game becomes, like, super impressive if he wins the season, but if he doesn't, then it's kind of just like, oh, he just kind of, like, hung out and was a number, and, like, that's it. But if he wins, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, like, he, you know, escaped the heat, and he laid low, and he got enough people to trust him uh, that, you know, he made it through. But yeah. right now, I don't know. Um, well, I think uh, there's been a lot of good plays on the edge of extinction. But one of the bigger ones comes from one of my players, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode with the challenge to get back in the game, while he didn't win that challenge, he definitely put himself in the best scenario he possibly could have by the there was a four-token challenge that day on the Edge of Extinction, mm-hmm. and he ran up and found three of them immediately and then laid low and nobody knew about it, setting himself up perfectly for that challenge. Yep, and he mm-hmm. had a tight relationship with someone in his corner uh, who yep. gave him fire gave tokens him for yep. free. Yep, that one might have been... That's uh, excellent gameplay. <laughs> outside of <laughs> this game, but... I knew Survivor All-Stars would pay off at some point. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. He's been cooking this one up since season eight. <laughs> yeah, the whole marriage and the four kids con. thing. Yeah, it was all for this moment. Ah, uh, yes. Fire token. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, way back when me and Amber were getting married on CVS, uh, uh, my best man, Jeff Probst, came up to me and said, hey, in, in 15 years... <laughs> We're gonna run a season survivor. I want you both to be back here, and we're we're gonna have a currency, and you two, just like real marriage, are gonna share that currency. (laughs) 
Oh god. Jeff from the future. Um maybe for a different reason I would give Rob I would be willing to say Rob gets a flame pod for TB. Uh simply just for this episode of uh not giving. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Persevering in the face of defeat. Okay, but what about Natalie getting first? That's just bad yeah. gameplay. <laughs> no, I I would God give one it. to Natalie for dominating the edge of extinction the whole game. Honestly, Ooh, that is <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Being the first one onto edge and then getting points like after points half the advantages from it. <laughs> yeah, literally going from a bad pick to a great pick, uh, not being less in unit totals. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean for the first boot, I mean it's definitely you know been better. It it's been a fairly le- lucrative first boot, surprisingly. <laughs> it's like when you look at the the scale on unit totals, you know she's only what, like fifth, but there's a huge drop off towards the bottom, and most of the people above her, you know, don't have that many more points. It's relatively. How the tight. hell does Amber have more points than Danny? They're no, tied. she has the same amount. The tide. My team consists. <laughs> My team, half of my team consists <laughs> of 15 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so just I guess if in, instead of trying to peck around for specific or, you know, like the more subtle ones, uh, Jimmer, like you said, had, or like Soaring mentioned, had, you know, that very impressive move with Sandra early on where she just took complete advantage Moved herself from the game of, of sandra's <laughs> hubris uh stole her fire token and her advantage uh or you know her would-be fire token and got her out of there yeah uh, very impressive from denise even if she hasn't done too much since then uh it was definitely uh, a very big brain move very flame pog worthy yeah i would say a big flame pog from me, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that is probably one of the like most defining moments of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was huge. Like, I mean, we're still talking about it. And what, like, ten weeks since then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it, it's just like such a big thing from the pre-merge. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally that, and what else? <laughs> you know, that was just the the thing. Yeah, because generally the gameplay was a little more reserved. It, it, probably kind of predictable where it was like all right it's just all the old people going all right so from from my trap i feel like i don't have a lot of ammo yeah <laughs> i'm uh i'm, I'm uh, sorry the you best can get i a can flame do pod. is is say you know ben knew when to when to dump rob <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, like that, that that time it was kind of a prisoner's dilemma, where it's like, if he goes with Rob, then Adam doesn't, and then suddenly he's on the outside of the four. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really see too many arguments from you, so. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything, bro. Just putting out my best foot, and I know it's yeah, not very no, strong. Yeah, no, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> so, Sarah, while it is pre-established, she still... Uh, used her relationship and forged the probably the strongest alliance with the strongest player in the game to help make her make it this far into the game and further beyond. So I think 
that might be fl- <laughs> flame pog worthy. Well, well, I mean, if we're talking about flame pog worthy, why don't we talk about the greatest product of a survivor alliance ever? You know, Amber's oh, true. Four, uh, four, three, four, three children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're uh, really. <laughs> this true. alliance is pretty strong, huh? No, I mean, like she's TV, been aligned yeah. with Tony uh, previously in other seasons, and she's doing the same again. But this time, they're both in a good position to succeed. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was very confused uh, there for a second. I'm like, what? Why are you bringing Tony into the discussion of Amber and Rob's kids? No. <laughs> uh, Sarah's relationships have definitely been highlighted more than most of the other people. Um, and she hosted the <laughs> best and first ever Survivor fashion <laughs> show. So Yeah, it, it's interesting because I think about Sarah and she, like, you know, they're showing us her playing a, a really, like, great, strong game. But when I think about, like, moves that she's made, you know, they don't – nothing really is as important there. It's like, okay, you know, they were able to turn Ben and Adam around at that point, and they, you know, managed to stay out of the minority going through. But when I think about, like, okay, what's Sarah's, like, resume, I feel like there's not much there right now. She gave up a reward. And everyone thought it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Even Nick. But did I the know. jury think it was dumb? Uh, this jury did. <laughs> yeah. What about what about Rob just gaslighting Ben? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if anything, for T, yeah, it's definitely like Rob just for his like early game performance of completely running Soleil. I would say for the gaslighting incident, Soaring should have to, to give a flame pod to TV. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 I agree. Was that TV? You want one of my my flame pods? Um, uh, give me a flame pod. If we're talking about losing flame pods, you know Soaring's the only one that doesn't has a player that's not in the game anymore. <laughs> 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 you know, if you really want to go there. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, we might as well just take two away from soaring after this bet. <laughs> yeah, you I know what? This is for. I don't even have <laughs> take all of them, bro. Right. Yeah, now you're negative. Now you're in debt. I, I just want to go over my team because my team. These aren't uh, even real pogs. These are my <laughs> freaking fake pogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, my, Jimmer, go ahead. My team has a bunch of potential for flame pogs. We have Ethan, who during one of the edge challenges fainted but persevered through it. Mm hmm. He mm-hmm. even had medevac there. Denise, biggest play of the game, mm-hmm. getting rid of Jesus. Sandra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Adam going for the Florida Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, I'm definitely we all got to laugh at Adam. him. Yep. And then we have Danny. Who? So that's my, that? uh, that's my team. <laughs> <laughs> but who, I which definitely put Jimmer in the two flame pog category. Yeah, Jimmer gets two. Two? Who do, are you not giving one for? Ethan? No, well, no, no, no. It, it's the, a max of two. Max of two, yeah. Oh, it is a max? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yes. Yeah, so Jimmer definitely. I would do it for Denise and Adam. Alright, yeah, I, Ethan. I'd give, we already I'd forgot give about Fred Ethan. one. Yeah, I think one is very reasonable. Just for in, in general? Natalie. Natalie. Yeah, yeah. because like I haven't had any big plays, but all of my players have been very, like, 
solid in their in what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Natalie and Parvati managed to uh, extort someone for a whopping amount of flame or fire tokens. Just get him. TV you know? definitely yeah. gets at least one for Rob. I'm still oh, yeah. not entirely sure whether I feel like Sarah's really specifically done anything though. Yeah, Michelle had a lot of focus in like the last couple pre-merge episodes, but it wasn't like a play per se. Yeah, Michelle had like that big yeah. episode where it was like, oh, the the winners at war theme over her <laughs> confessional or whatever. But like, yeah, when you when you like really look at that tribe, it's kind of unclear to us what the dynamics were actually like, right? Because they really built up that Michelle versus Wendell thing, but apparently yeah. like that wasn't real at all. Yeah. And then Nick's just been kind of tagging along. Yeah. <laughs> He's butting in. Vampire Donathan. <laughs> yeah. So I think I <laughs> Yeah, so I think one is reasonable. Yeah. And like, then I mean the I don't have a say of the hour. <laughs> uh so for my team you have Tony who everything else aside Tony, of course uh Absolutely. if i have to choose one moment is the impressive vote split from last episode where oh, he yeah. really just like stomped on top of everybody else's strategy uh-huh um kim really hasn't had a chance to do too much she re- recovered from a really poor start uh and made it until now but was really just targeted because you know, she was too good. I mean, she was really good identifying that Tony was completely throwing Jeremy for a loop. But, you know, if maybe if she was able to get Tony out this episode, that'd be something. But yeah, it, she was kind of put up as like, okay, here is someone who's competent, but couldn't quite cut it. Uh, I feel like Sophie probably surprised a lot of people with the game she was playing early on. Uh, formed a really strong alliance of four. Uh, then after the tribe swap grouped up with Sarah, where that kind of was the start of a really strong relationship. And, you know, they came over Boston Rob. uh, They overcame Boston Rob. Uh, Going to the merge, everyone was ready to vote out. Uh, I forget exactly who the original target was, but she was like, okay, you know what? Wendell needs to go because Wendell is, you know, the, the most danger to my current game. And she was able to turn the vote around completely onto Wendell. Uh, and it was definitely a benefit. Oh, it was versus Adam, right? She was able to turn that around. And she got her way there. Uh, and was continuing to be in a really good spot in the game until Tony, you know, just outclassed her with his move. Uh, and then Tyson, of course, who uh, <laughs> not only had fun with peanut butter at first, but won the return challenge from Age of Extinction. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. you're th- you're too worthy. Notably, probably yeah, for Tony and Tyson. Yeah, even if it's just yeah, like those that's how two. I feel. It's <laughs> yeah, um, yeah t- Tony's just dominated the season. There's really so no that. Yeah. Two for Jimmer, two for Tune, one for me and Fred, and none for Soren. Yeah, yes. that's the, I, that's I, that's I really gotta pick a new strategy next season. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you kept Nick, you would have been doing. All, all right but yeah, but you're like getting that many points over you. yeah but you still have someone in, like another person in the game and tv would have had sandra and sandra would have been deleted and maybe yeah. this season would have been a little more even 
a little more even between with, oh, with oh no this is just, you would have gone even you, further with a right, wants to solidify right. his lead <laughs> <laughs> soaring made the sacrifice to give somebody else a chance at beating you yeah <laughs> see Toon, we we can't have you breaking the breaking the everybody wins once uh, shtick. I can try, him. but it looks like I'm just continuing the winner isn't on the winning <laughs> person's team. <laughs> I won with Wendell in 36. Yep. Yeah, and but that we never, never we never did the finale of that episode, so it doesn't uh. count. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh um, no. Okay, let's get two points, shall we? We've kind of been going over it through the episode, but this was a huge scoring week for everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. whether it was because of a whole bunch of Edge of Extinction or having lots of people in the game or, you know, winning immunities with fire token bonuses uh, all over the place. And lots of ties this week, too. Uh, you have Fred and Soaring, who managed to, you know, find idols or find fire tokens by delivering coconuts. So they're both at nine. The one time I actually get extra points, I'm still in last place. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was really happy when my all of my edge boys got the fire tokens, and then I looked at the points, and I'm still only at nine. <laughs> yeah, nine <laughs> is like, the oh. highest score that Soaring has gotten since episode four, where we got thirteen. Oh points. my god! <laughs> <laughs> but next you have TB with ten points. Uh, Still good across the board, uh, and got those extra fire token uh, returns from him being voted out. Then Jimmer is up with 11, uh, despite only having Denise in the game, and none of the people he had on the edge got those fire tokens. Uh, Denise was there, won immunity, uh, bless got Denise. fire tokens from the challenge, and got fire tokens from Kim. So really, really good episode for Jimmer. Really good. trade too. Yeah, uh, don't mm -hmm. don't make a trade with Jimmer because Jimmer's <laughs> trades always are better for Jimmer. Like a no after, matter what, Jimmer secretly has a contact at CBS who <laughs> is telling him which trades to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like, it's like oh, trading. You, like I oh, thought, I thought Kim Denise was like I relatively wouldn't. harmless or whatnot, but no, bad gamble. Bad gamble. I if I still had Denise, could, then I would be a lot more comfortable right now. But like Denise <laughs> could go home like next week. Yeah, but she would so, still have gotten, you know, uh, four points that I missed. <laughs> yeah, but that's like four points. Yeah, Denise, I think if, I don't know, best case scenario the, for me. It's not the not worst trade of the like season, though. Let's trade. Trade. But if Denise goes on to be in the final three, then I'll definitely be kicking myself. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Imagine kicking yourself over a trade. Hmm. <laughs> uh, then uh, in first for the week. Who could Again, it be? Speaking of, not, <laughs> speaking of terrible trades, how's uh, how's how's Tony doing, dude? I uh, got how, how you feel. My two with people Tony? on the edge got fire token points. Uh, nothing from Kim, but Tony somehow was allowed to win immunity again thanks to Nick. Uh, well, so well got uh, hold on. Thank fire token points. Thanks to Jeffrey Probst. Yeah. Splitting the immunity and just handing it yeah, to real, real <laughs> to Tony a on a silver platter. Production. <laughs> uh, I'm at 15 for the week. Not the biggest gap we've ever seen, but yeah, definitely. I mean, 
now that I've adjusted it, not as high scores as as before, but definitely like a, a pretty bountiful week considering the past two. Uh, like Jimmer and Soaring got two points per week. Uh, so nice to have kind of like a spike. Uh, next episode two is going to be much longer, meaning you know much more opportunities for points. Is it double Exciting. episode points I, next week? I am going to be scoring it the same way I did the premiere episode. Unless right. they call it episode 13, comma 14. Which they <laughs> haven't been very good about doing recently. So, well, I don't well, maybe if maybe the like the Twitter producer, you know, confirms that it's a right. double episode or a long episode, whatever. But well, he, I'll just he, here's of, what here's what Jeff said to Entertainment Weekly. He said, next week is a giant episode, two hours. We rarely do two hour episodes. Okay. There was so much story happening that we had to expand on the fly. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. So it's, it sounds listen. like one episode tap to me. Y- yeah. So they, it'll be all the same episode points, but we'll have two immunity wins. We'll have a bunch of fire token points going out, uh, and all that. <laughs> well, isn't like I forget the exact definition, but like a double episode is when they go through the whole cycle twice i mean ultimately it's really by production code yeah i mean i've kind of made up what they each mean between double long uh or what very long very long double yeah they kind of just whatever but i i think the kind of like two cycle thing is maybe a little arbitrary i don't know like when, it, but when they the, when the they closest. title the when they title the episode specifically like episode thir- or you know episode thirteen comma fourteen, it's very much intended like okay, it is two episodes that are like glued together, versus mm-hmm. here's one specifically produced long episode. Right, and from the statement from Jeff, mm-hmm. it sounds like one continuous storyline. Yeah. Okay, so those are all the points. Uh, it's time for trades. We've kind of been talking about the trade uh, Jimmer and I made and how that didn't really turn out too well for me. Uh, the trade Fred and I made way back where I've made you know double the amount of points that he's made since that trade. <sighs> but, I mean, at this point, uh, the Fred, Jimmer, Soaring, and me bro. are all sitting at one person, and TV has three. <laughs> So TV, my only you know, shot at winning. something what something crazy could happen, and and TV could lose two people next week, and we go into the finale all with only one person. I think that would be really cool. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's more it's likely that you know at least one person is going out uh, after the end of next episode, but that's not as fun. But I do think Nick's going, so I think TV's losing like one person next episode it is statistically likely that that is the case so uh, it's Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i mean it's like we're all down to our, our one person i'm never making another trade uh maybe i could nope. trade an edge person but i don't know if anyone else wants to do edge trades i know fred doesn't I have boys the are so perfect. Worthless. I have the perfect group of edge boys. Mm-hmm. Boys are so bad. <laughs> I mean, my team is just perfect in every way. I mean, can I can I get points for furniture? <laughs> no, because um, in fact, that goes against his whole goal of the season. 
<laughs> no, it's he okay. Has he's sacrificed given up. his belief. He's making furniture now, not relationships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no trades this week, huh? No. I don't think so. I, We've I kind do. of gotten down to the point. I think last season we were making really late trades, but we also had like more people to. You just gotta. You just gotta go back to my my star of a trade in like the last week of Edge of Extinction. <laughs> I'm like, hey, flying. Can I have Chris back? And flying's like, eh, sure. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> quite make it, but he still hit the the point record. Ah. Uh. I I don't think I'm ever gonna get over the fact that I gave you Tony N points. <laughs> I'm so upset about it. I do have not a trade. I will give a flame pog free if you could answer the following question correctly. Trivia? Sort of. Alright, the question is which of us will have the player come back? Oh, Magic the returning. I feel like this might be a better one to ask next episode. You know what? Just sit on that, and uh, we'll we'll I'll come really back. Mull over it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't think anyone's coming. I don't think they're gonna like do the returner at the end of next episode, uh, or anything like that because they'll probably do the same thing as thirty-eight, where it's like we'll go in five to the finale, and then six will be the. Re- returner so that, right. that's something we can talk about next time and we can kind of make our like official set-in prediction yeah. right. like that's their way of making the extra long episode not be a double episode all right maybe oh but, but yeah like, also... they're never going to have somebody join at the end of this episode the episode's always got to end with a boot yeah um and you know we've talked plenty mm-hmm. just here and there about edge returnees so Definitely a lot to Definitely, consider. Rob. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Alright, so anybody oh, else? Oh man, has... what if it's Yule or Ethan? Oh, Yo, but what if it's Yule, Parvati, or Natalie? What if it's all three of them? What if it's all three? <laughs> what huh? if they just like have everyone <laughs> they, They've tied themselves the together. <laughs> yeah, what if they just have the entire jury? Survivor Battle the Royale. The big twist <laughs> next week. Jury and players swap sides. no the battle royale is just like ben were you still outside the zone yeah you're out (laughs) it's funny because they're like oh thanks for the honesty ben but it's like they have ten thousand camera angles they could yeah (laughs) yeah all right let's wrap that up uh, if you want to check out the other episodes of the show, you can do so at rngshow.com or, you know, just look at the list in the podcast client you're using to listen to us. Because if you found this episode, I'm sure you're able to find the other ones pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, there's also the voicemail thing you can see there. I really want, like, one voicemail to come in that isn't from Flying or Zimmer or Thread. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty... pretty or Mango. Oh, you might be... Uh, featured in the episode if you want to see the spreadsheet that we love to talk about and i love to look at rngshow.com slash 40 give it a look uh the graph is very cool and things will start to be changing very dramatically uh with the next two episodes so now is kind of a good chance to look at it and be like oh okay this is what it looks like now and we're gonna have huge spikes coming up uh thanks to mango for editing the episode Thanks, Mango. So reliable. Does it every time. 
Thank you, Mangle. He puts <laughs> a lot of work in making the voicemails sound cool that go in the end slot. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Thanks for Subtact, Subtact's mother. <laughs> and we'll talk to you <laughs> next week. Uh, devil episode. Who knows what's happening, but... It's, we just said it's not a double episode. Oh my god, it's a long <laughs> you episode. You freaking fool. <laughs> Will Tony hey do two episode. immunities? Will Nick go out right away because Tony sees no. him as a threat? Uh, will Natalie find another advantage? All this and more. <laughs> will Nick right, look guys, up and give a, quick, a little quick shout out to... Uh, we, we've, we've passed the milestone, lads. Oh yeah? A thousand unique plays. Dude. Whoa. Thanks to Crazy. all the a thousand people who have listened. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow well, uh, the Twitter account at RNG underscore show so we can know you who exist. you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not, not, not specifically. I just want like a real measurable, trackable number that's not just a podcast listen because who knows what that is. It's me playing a, <laughs> playing every episode on loop until the next episode. No, it, it, it's like that, that famous movie bubble. scene. You have the jukebox outside of the girls' house. <laughs> <laughs> just playing. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, bye. Goodbye. podcast you are trying to reach rng show is not available please leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as possible hello again mango i don't really have a part in this hmm unless three two one message.